0: Hey, you guys, happy Thursday and welcome back to the news du jour. We have such a uh, packed episode for you guys today, and I'm really excited to dive into it because it's a lot of very interesting news, some good, some bad. But let's go ahead and jump into our first story. So, we kind of um, talked about this a little bit on our Instagram stories yesterday um touched on it but whoopi goldberg has been suspended from ABC due to a Holocaust remark that she made so whoopi Goldberg has now been suspended from ABC's The View for two weeks following a comment she made about the Holocaust. And it actually wasn't just like one comment, one thing she said. Um She obviously had a lot of us saying, whoopee, really? She just does not seem like the one to make an insensitive comment. She's always seemed super down to earth and big hearted. And I think she may still be those things. But I also think she was clearly uneducated about what she said and definitely shouldn't have said it. So. They were discussing the banning of the book, Mouse. And I'm going to go ahead and include a snippet of their conversation where Whoopi made these ill-informed comments. And the reason I'm going to play it is just because I wanted to capture uh, her tone of voice, sort of what the discussion was saying, and we will dive into it from there.
1: If you're going to do this, then let's be truthful about it, because the Holocaust isn't about race. No. No, it's not about race. No, it's about a different race. But it's it's not about race. It's not about race. What is it about? Because it's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. But it's about white supremacy. It's well, about but It's not about ideal race. But these are two Romans. white groups of people. Well, how do we have to black people see them.
0: them as white people. They, but they you're missing the point. You're missing yeah. the
1: point. The yeah. minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. It's a problem. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. Because black, white, Jews, uh, it's Ital- everybody eats each
0: other. Yeah, so I don't know about you guys, but that was kind of tough to listen to for me because obviously (laughs) very much about race. Um, Whoopi then obviously got a ton of backlash for this and put out a statement on the issue saying, quote, On today's show, I said the Holocaust is not about race, but about man's inhumanity to man. I should have said it's about both. As Jonathan Greenblatt from the Anti-Defamation League shared, quote, the Holocaust was about the Nazis' systematic annihilation of the Jewish people, who they deemed to be an inferior race. I stand corrected. The Jewish people around the world have always had my support, and that will never waver. I'm sorry for the hurt that I have caused. Written with my sincerest apologies. Whoopi Goldberg. End quote. So she shared that from her Twitter account, putting out this apology. But the ABC producers still felt that it was important to suspend Whoopi because a lot of their staff members were asking them to do so and they felt there needed to be repercussions for such an insensitive comment. So Uh, Whoopi was obviously asked, like I said, to take some time away from the show to, quote, reflect and learn about the impact of her comments, end quote. And ABC made it very clear that they stand by the Jewish community in every respect. They also added, quote, words matter and we must be cognizant of the impact our words have, end quote. But to share one Jewish person's perspective on this issue, I wanted to share a thoughtful post by the actress Deborah Messing. Now, I have to disclaimer that here, you know, not every Jew will share this viewpoint, but I think it does shed light beautifully on the complexities of being Jewish. So I'm going to share her point of view. Here it goes. "...Goldberg is not an anti-Semite, but she was confused, and understandably so. In my experience, mistakes like hers often happen because well-meaning people have trouble fitting Jews into their usual boxes. They don't know how to define Jews, so they resort to their own frames of reference, like race or religion, and project them onto the Jewish experience." But Jewish identity doesn't conform to Western categories, despite centuries of attempts by society to shoehorn it in. This makes sense because Judaism predates Western categories. It's not quite a religion because one can be Jewish regardless of observance or specific belief. Einstein, for example, was proudly Jewish, but not religiously observant but it's also not quite a race because people can convert in. It's not merely a culture or an ethnicity because that leaves out all of the religious components. And it's not simply a nationality because although Jews do have a homeland and many identify as part of a nation, others do not. Instead, Judaism is an algam of all these, more like a family into which one can be adopted than a secretarian Western faith tradition. And so there's no way to classify it in English. A lot of confusion results from attempts to reduce this complexity to something more palatable for contemporary conceptions. End quote. I just thought that was so powerful. We have um, some, you know, very, very close friends in my family who are basically family to us who are Jewish, and we have always been invited to their Jewish holidays and vice versa. We invite them to our Catholic holidays and we always observe things together. And so I definitely being close to them has helped me to understand Uh, the Jewish faith and (laughs) not just the faith, but the culture and the ethnicity and everything comes with it a little bit more closely than I would have otherwise. So I feel lucky to have that perspective when hearing comments like this. But I also think it's important to note that a lot of Jews, some of whom even work with Whoopi, have come out and saying they don't accept her apology. So it's really important to understand that some people are still really hurting from her comments and are understandably outraged. Many are also taking to social media to use this time to educate. And I think that's what we're moving towards as a culture. Rather than cancel cul- <laughs> rather than cancel counsel. Sorry, that's like a tongue twister right there. But people are saying don't cancel counsel. Use situations like this as a teaching moment on a bigger scale so we'll have to see what the future holds for Whoopi on this show but we will definitely keep you guys posted yeah i knew this was going to be a long episode i hope we don't go over for you guys but i apologize if we do troops are being sent to eastern europe though and this is definitely something we need to go over today So Biden said specifically that he would not be sending troops physically into Ukraine, but he's now moving troops into Eastern Europe. Now, I say Eastern Europe because he is indeed falling short of moving them actually into Ukraine, but he is shifting about a thousand troops that are currently in Germany into Poland, so closer to Ukraine and These troops will then be replaced in Germany with some new ones. Additional troops will also be placed in Romania. And the Pentagon is still asserting that these troops will not fight in Ukraine, but are rather being sent to defend our existing NATO allies in Europe should violence break out. About 8,500 troops will also remain on standby here in the U.S., prepared to be deployed at any time to Europe if they are needed. Now, this does not necessarily mean that there will be fighting or that these troops will be used in any way, but it's not a good sign. It's certainly an escalation and one that Putin will read as aggression. I was initially glad that Biden said firmly we would not be moving troops into Ukraine because I personally was hoping that would help things calm down. At the end of the day, though, I think Putin is using Ukraine to get to us, a bully picking on a weaker kid to get another kid's attention. That said, moving troops into Eastern Europe is almost as aggressive as moving them actually into Ukraine. So, so much for that de-escalation theory. That's kind of been tossed out the window now at this point. We definitely will keep you guys posted, though, as things continue to unfold. But let's all say a little prayer for peace. And for our final story today, Washington NFL team to be named the Commanders. So we have covered in the past when they started this shift that the Washington NFL team would be skipping the racist name, the Redskins, and were actually changing their name to something new. And hopefully not as offensive. (laughs) And now it sounds like they have landed on a new name. This team will now be known as the Washington Commanders, inspired by the military rank and insignia. It also plays on the term for president, you know, commander in chief. And President Biden actually has a dog named Commander himself. So lots of D.C. vibes happening with a new name, which is a sports team's isn't a sports team's name supposed to be about that, right? Their region that they're representing. You guys know I'm not big into sports, but I think this name is cool. And honestly, anything non-offensive has my vote. And that is the news du jour.
1: We are the commanders.
0: Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, don't quit your daydream. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider becoming a patron of our podcast. For $7.99 a month, you can unlock tons of perks like breaking news text messages so that you're never out of the loop, tons of bonus episodes are already up there ready for you to binge, and a discussion board full of networking opportunities and much more. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugar media today to become a patron. This is the best way to support our show. Our patrons make News De Jour possible. But a couple other ways to support our podcast are rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use to listen, share on your social media you have influence, tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love News de jour and why you listen. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram. Just sugarfree media, all one word on TikTok, and sugarfree underscore media on Twitter. We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that's full of dreamy content recommendations for your weekend and a life update from yours truly. Sign up today on our website www.sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoy and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugarfree Media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. Any twinkling or little footsteps you might hear in the background are by my dog, Rhett. He's a rescue pup and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Jour. broadcasting from. Oh. Oh.